classes that I run for those new to intuitive eating, I often ask the following question pretty early on. The question is, would you say that you have dieted? Now, most folks say yes, they, they know the place that they're in, but others don't. And from there, I go on to share that a diet can really be reduced to the idea and intention of shrinking oneself, of trying to gain control, so-called. The methods and labels are not as relevant to the behavior and intention. So whether it's keto, Weight Watchers, Noom, cutting out sugar for eight weeks, eating less bread, watching what you eat, counting calories and macros, or ignoring your hunger, it's all dieting. And due to our biology, all of these diet ideas form a cyclical arrangement in our lives. So if you find yourself waking up with the intention of so-called being good with food, that's part of the dieting cycle. If you find yourself, you know, asking if you've earned food, that's part of the dieting cycle. If you find yourself feeling guilty when that intention that you have doesn't go to plan, thinking you need to start fresh, you need to cut foods out, you need to eat less, that's part of the dieting cycle too. And in this episode, I'll be covering the dieting cycle and how to get out. I'm Nadia Felsch, nutritionist and intuitive eating counselor. In this podcast, we explore the practical aspects of leaving the diet mentality behind and finding your own food and body freedom. So first in this exploration, I have an invitation for you. What would you gain back by leaving the diet cycle behind? Is it more headspace, more calm, less worry and shame, more time to live your life? all realities that I've heard from clients who have left the dieting cycle behind, and you can too. In fact, the number one way to improve your relationship to food is to stop dieting. Now, the dieting cycle has five specific stages. So the first stage is the dieting temptation. The second stage is restriction of some type. The third is cravings and an increased desire for food. The fourth stage is overeating and possibly binging. The fifth stage is feeling guilt and shame as a consequence. And that again kicks off stage one and the temptation to diet again. Hence, we're back at the start of the cycle and this cycle continues. So whilst we don't have reliable and uniform data on for how long it continues in someone's life, Clinically speaking, I can let you know that it is decades, sometimes a lifetime. Perhaps like me, you've heard the figure of 17 years being the average time that a woman spends dieting in her life. I was curious in preparing for this episode where that figure came from. Guess what? A diet company. And as they don't publish the raw data or actually the study itself, I can't make any comments as to its validity or value. I can comment on the incredible irony here. A diet company that loudly promotes that adult women should be eating less than a toddler needs each day to lose weight also talks about how long women spend dieting. But of course, their program is different. Of course, they help you. Bullshit. They, like all diet ideas, make money, a whole lot of money, profiting off the idea that you feel unsatisfied by the way you look 
and being available with a new product, a new program every time your own biology fights your desire to lose weight. So it it could never be that what they're selling isn't going to work as so many clients have said to me that they didn't try hard enough, that they failed the diet. Do you feel that way too? This is a huge driver to staying in the dieting cycle, believing it's actually a matter of willpower and it's your fault that you have to overcome. Therefore, the solution to how to get out of the dieting cycle is right there for the taking. Seeing the dieting cycle for what it is and saying, I'm done. I invite you to pause this episode right now, screenshot your phone and share what you're loving about it on Instagram stories. Brag and share away with your friends that you're working on a relationship to food that's positive, fighting diet culture and building this stronger community together. So let's revisit the dieting cycle. Let's dig a little deeper now. So really it starts, it begins with the temptation that you have to diet. You know, maybe you're trying to get your eating so-called under control, maybe lose weight, get back on track. This is entirely valid and so understandable in our thin, obsessed and fat phobic society that objectifies women. I invite you to consider what it is you're hoping the weight loss will bring you. What was hard about your previous dieting attempts And why else might this goal be important to you? So now with the temptation to diet acted upon, you shift into restriction of some type. This is the second stage of the dieting cycle. So you're saying to yourself, hey, I really shouldn't be eating bread this week. It's not good for me. It's not healthy. Maybe you cut back your portions, whether you're hungry or not. Maybe you join a weight loss program again, like Weight Watchers. Essentially, this stage is about less and restriction, which directly increases your desire for food, both physically and psychologically. And so now we're in the third stage of the dieting cycle. And you say to yourself, I wish I could eat bread. I've been craving it. I've been thinking about it, but I shouldn't eat it. And as your body is attempting to cope with less food than it actually requires to function, your brain releases a neurotransmitter called neuropeptide Y. In this case, its role is to increase your food-motivated behavior, which is why you experience a drive to particular foods, higher carbohydrate-containing foods such as bread, when you're in this state of restriction And you also get a heightened reward from them. So now you're in the fourth stage where you're eating more than you're so-called allowed. Maybe you're actually binging. This might feel like standing in front of the fridge. It's six o'clock at night. You're devouring everything in sight because you've been really good all day and you can't take it anymore. Maybe you're ordering a muffin with your coffee, but you inhale it on sight. Maybe you eat so much food you feel sick. You say, stuff it. I'm eating it and I'll be good tomorrow. And this brings up our final stage, stage five, feeling guilt and shame as a consequence of your eating behavior, behavior that maybe feels to you like frustrating, weak, pathetic. You say to yourself, oh, I have no self-control. I can't believe I ate all that. Yet it's behavior. And I want to be clear here. That is completely normal in response to a threat to survival. It's your body protecting you, and this cannot be overstated. Dieting is perceived by the body as a threat to your survival. 
you have done nothing wrong. And yet the dieting cycle operates as if you have, that's how it's designed. And these feelings that you're left with are strong and uncomfortable and they drive your initial temptation to diet, to feel in control again. So you'll find yourself back at the starting point, starting out good again the next day or the next Monday. How long have you spent in this cycle? Are you over it? Fed up? Exhausted? What have your previous attempts and experiences in this cycle shown you about their sustainability, the cost to your quality of life? What have you lost to dieting? Time at the beach, dinner with loved ones, holidays, wearing shorts, getting promoted at work, investing your finances, peace with food and in your body, physical intimacy, headspace, quality sleep, energy, regular periods, weight stability. I invite you to go back, play that list again and really consider it for yourself. Maybe you'd add something to it. What has dieting cost you? You didn't fail. Diets failed you. And you're not alone in this experience and your desire to lose weight makes sense. The world is so hard on bodies and appearance, but how has dieting worked for you? Are your losses enough to help you commit to giving up on diets for good? Remember the number one way to improve your relationship to food is to stop dieting. It's so understandable that you may feel weight loss is the only way to get what you want. It's not. You just don't have all the information that's out there yet. You deserve a bigger, fuller, and more expanded version of your life than the one offered by diets. For the research links and notes from this episode, including ways to work with me and receive my support as you leave dieting behind, head to my website, NadiaFelsch.com. Thank you for joining me. See you next time.